Hello, hello, folks. Welcome again to another edition here of Mind of Magnus on 106.3 FM, WRFZ, w, oh, yeah, WRFZ, LP, Roger, Roger, Free Radio. We are tuning in tonight. This is the Mind of Magnus. I am the host, Magnus Apollo, and I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. We're going to have another fun, fun show coming up. I'm going to play around some more knobs again because I like doing this. Yeah, I can hear myself even better now. Um, if I the right one, it'd be even better. Aha. So uh, you guys have been tuning in here to 106.3 for a bit. I am so happy to have you guys on. As always, the cool kids are listening in on RochesterFreeRadio.com. Uh, we like hearing people check out that website because I can see who's listening in, see uh, how many are you know popping in, saying hello. Uh, my show is actually made possible by the wonderful folks of Air Rec Radio. And uh, Air Rec Radio is uh, just two guys, two guys that I love listening to now. They've really gotten me into the uh, the just the enjoyment of talk radio again and FM talk radio again, which is a big important thing I gotta say. Um, so is uh, are we all haunted in there? Is that's going on? Because they, uh, I want you guys to take a quick second here. Uh, close your eyes, unless you're driving. If you're driving, don't close your eyes. But I need you guys to envision in your head the coolest guy you can think of, and then wrap him in an awesome dad joke, and then put him behind glass because that is my partner in crime in the booth there, Matt Obscure himself. How you doing, Matt? I am safe behind glass for everyone's safety. How how are you tonight? I'm doing good. I'm actually playing around with headphones right now. So if I drift off, I'm trying to tune my one headphone a little louder on me to see if I one of these ones. I hope I'm not going to blast out my my co- my partner in crime here in the guests either. So uh, level two, I just everything, the headphones. So everything sounds good. We're very professional tonight. Oh, it sounds great. I like hearing myself. I'm very egotistical <laughs> and uh, actually my uh, oh, that one actually worked better. Yeah, actually my uh, I've always been. I found I like listening to, to myself talk a bit. Not that I'm, like I said, not egotistical, really? but I have a, a very discer- discernible stutter when I was a kid growing up. In order to get over a stutter, they make you listen to yourself a bit. And uh, yeah, if you take my headphones on and off, you can tell when I have my headphones on or off on the air. It's literally, it's like talking okay, not that bad. Suddenly, blah, 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 words fall out of my mouth. Headphones go back on, it's not that bad. So when I fiddle with the headphones, it's because that sort of thing. But uh, so how you doing in there, Matt? We're, we're, let's, get, let's get to a radio show. Let's get to the fun talking part of this show here I like doing. The fun so, talking part. Fun it's part, my favorite part. part. <laughs> uh, yeah, everything is great, man. It, it's President's Day. A bunch of people had off. Yes. So did you have off? No, 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 no. I I, I may or may not work for a utility. We're never off. Oh yeah, you're 24 seven all the time. That's how it works. So, um, yeah, my, uh, uh, I had a couple friends. I actually went for a walk today. I had uh, half a day off. I worked for myself. So I gave myself half a day off. Uh, and I went for a walk in the woods with, um, uh, a good friend of mine who actually works at a museum. So he had the day off. That's how it works in the real world. Yeah. Uh, went over to uh, Duran Eastman and went for a stroll. I'm actually, we're looking for, uh, sites for photography, for a uh, art event uh, that's happening that uh, he is doing. Uh, actually, one of our previous guests on the air, uh, Nick Brandreth, he's been on a couple different times on the show. Uh, he works for Eastman House, and he's doing really cool glass plate photography. And I'm helping him make giant monsters. So we're actually oh, nice. doing photo, like, we're like, like photo scouting for summertime where we can have in, in the woods big scary monsters living in there or something else. So, But it's cool. He actually uses glass plate photography. Like one of those, like he puts the tarp over his head and then puts his face into a little box and pushes a lens and captures the whole thing. I think it's silver plate and a bunch of other stuff too. So. I had no idea anybody even did that anymore. That's really cool. He is the foremost specialist actually on it. He actually is the guy in the basement of the Eastman house. So all these photos are actually developed in the basement of the Eastman house. Uh, and uh, people travel from all over the world to listen to him uh, talk about how this photography works. Uh, so it's actually crazy. He, he's been on the show a couple different times. So if people listening in, they want to hear his uh, what he's done, go back and just do a search on some of the old archives uh, for Nick Brandreth, and you can hear the cool stuff going on there with him. Um, but 
Yeah, he's a uh, he's a great guy. Had him uh, and uh, we just milling about. Went for a nice walk. It was actually good to get out. Try to lose some weight. I do like seven or eight miles uh, a day of walking if I can. So it's my new thing. We'll see if it works. That's I awesome. Know. I do about seven or eight miles of sitting down every day. <laughs> I don't think it does the same thing. You can't think, think so. You can't rush it. That's pretty good though. You can't get. Uh, uh, you know, move around. I gotta stop playing with gadgets and. Would it's you actually, stop hitting buttons? In I know, there? I know. I can't do it. It's, it does, it actually works. I can touch it without falling apart. We're getting so good around here, Rocket Free Radio. <laughs> so I actually got to thank probably the Patreon supporters. It's thanks to Patreon out there that we actually have some gadgets that aren't held together by duct tape. We're getting better and better each time. So. Uh, thank you. If you guys want to be a supporter here for uh, Rock Free Radio, go to rockfreeradio.com and I click on the Patreon uh, button. And uh, if you're not a Patreon supporter yet, uh, do it. If you don't know what Patreon is, uh, sign up for it. I support Patreon like crazy. I have artists and musicians in every place I follow that my money goes directly to them. So I tell people, become a Patreon supporter for everything you love. Make it happen. So. Absolutely, um, that's the way to go these days. Yeah. So uh, tonight's show, it's going to be presidential, presidential extreme, cool stuff. Talking about with a guy, uh, which uh, you've actually brought to me. I, I think you have a special connection to him somehow, some magical way. Uh, but I saw him milling about Rochester for years in the shadows of punk shows, in random things, the bug jar. Uh, he would jump behind a pillar and then vanish and then like, magically appear. That's his sign. Sounds about right. Uh, my guest tonight is going to be jo- uh, Josh Mordecai, uh, a musician and. Uh, his presidential historian extraordinaire for Rochester. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, actually, just a bunch of jump on. I want to have Josh. I hate to have people guess when I want to talk to him. I got to like pretend they don't exist for a couple minutes. So, Josh, why don't you jump right in and have All fun right. here? It, it, it's my favorite bit of artifice in radio, by the way, that Josh has been sitting there here the entire time yeah. and just waiting. We, we so, should, I just made you wait longer. Yeah. We should have had one of those things like, oh, here he comes down. Have like the sound effects of walking down a staircase, yeah. opening the door. Yeah. Oh, he's here. Come on down. Donate to Patreon so we can get that soundboard so we can really do some radio drama in here yeah i want to be like uh john candy's character in uh a little shop of horrors where he's just like he's this only guy for the whole studio but has different voices like, wacky wavy here you go and little pianos playing and stuff so you should make each guest do it for themselves <laughs> and then just have that be the running contest actually we should do is get the uh the wrestlers we had on the show before and just have them do everyone's opening just like listen there can you, you just announce the uh, announce the the guest coming in there that sounds like a great idea oh my god actually i want them to do a, just opening for us just play that at the beginning just like you know you Yes. 100%. Let's get them on the phone. Okay. We should do this. Uh, but speaking of wrestling, you actually, uh, Josh Mordecai, got me recently into watching mm-hmm. wrestling, which I never thought would happen as well. We'll probably touch base in this one here, too. Um, but uh, so Josh Mordecai, I just want to get right down to the, the brass tacks, as they say. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, you are a, like I said, you've been around Rochester for uh, as long as I've, I've been around Rochester, so your yep. life here. Yep. Uh, only really left for college, but other than that, I've been here my whole life. Nice. So, yeah. uh, what? Where do you go for college? What? What I, was and where did you go? I went to. I started out physical therapy and mm-hmm. then changed to history and government. Oh, that's so the next step. That's usually it is. Yeah, physical that's, therapy it's a and then jump. Yeah, 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 the other way around. I think history into you know the well, physical therapy. You, you get to a certain point of being terrible at math and science, but really good at the humanities. That you say maybe I should have had a different direction. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I can I can fix myself if I have a net nervous breakdown. I can get all the health there. There. Yeah. Um, uh, so, but you've been always around Rochester, and you were like living. You were always around musicians. Always seemed like you were like, and just you're a musician yourself. Yeah, correct? Uh, I haven't played in a while. Um, life got busy. Oh, that's how you it know, works. Yes. Not stop. Um, but yeah, before you were mentioning uh, Tim Avery, Declan, mm-hmm. Buddy BC, guys I lived with uh, for a while in a house, and then lived with some other friends in a house. At one point, there were like eight of us in a three bedroom house um <laughs> which 
three bedrooms like on paper only we kind of made do there we go found some extra spaces for people um <laughs> there were like three times as many guitars and stuff in the house as there were people but yeah it was it was non-stop for a while wow yeah hey, but that seems like a fun uh, like it must have been a fun time right in, oh yeah in, in part of your life yeah and it was always you know you'd wake up and there's already people making just awful noise in the basement like great noise but awful yeah, noise yeah, in the yeah, basement yeah. um there were there was one night i remember i had to work the next day we had a show in the basement and i fell asleep to like really droney like metal <laughs> it's just so loud um which like kind of everything's first, shaking all your organs inside oh, yeah. yours rocking yeah. away but it was like one of those one of those like massage beds between that and like the droney i just went right <laughs> to sleep magic you know? figures yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, that's um, a genius idea for marketing here, Roger. You know, just, <laughs> just have just have ba- uh, the noise metal bands in the basement. Yeah. That's how it works. Actually, the last time I was I was on a radio show, I was with um, the last band I was with, and we played a radio show in Cleveland with one of our friends. <laughs> really? Yeah, and they had us do all the commercial breaks, and our our my friend John just was very strange in them. Weird voices. They were. It was it was <laughs> the most bizarre like two hours that they probably ever had on that show that might not be true because my friend who runs it is i i I say hold into that believe that you're the weirdest two hours in anyone's life that's a good life good life to have uh that'd be great if you want to be the weirdest hour on on our show matt and i would gladly have the weirdest hour mind you the competition is we have had flat earthers on okay we've had had people that were coming in that later on said they were on medicine that they were a little loopy and like later i'm like did i sound good on the show i don't want to say who it was i want everyone to go back and listen to the show and guess (laughs) guess the guest that did that uh but they were very nervous they're like they were having a head cold and just like like, i'll take some medicine i'll better take twice as much to be on the safe side yeah and they were just kind of lost in space it was beautiful it's a beautiful time so you want to go weird you have some competition but uh the flat earth thing i I don't know if i can compete with that i'm not huge into like presidential conspiracy that's not really oh no 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 it's good that's but you like like today's president's day and uh, you are as matt was saying you are a uh, a fan of the history of presidencies i am yeah Uh, so what would uh, how how did the josh mordecai who is waking up or falling asleep to the droning (laughs) metal in in a house of rochester suddenly go you know what presidents i want to know all about our presidents uh reverse order okay yeah so it was before so pre-existing before the before the drone metal was was (laughs) okay uh when i was i was trying to find the book it was one of those books from like the scholastic book fair oh really and it was uh ask me anything about the american presidents it was this little blue book yeah yeah and it had every president and went through, I think, Clinton, maybe. Um, and it'll give you like three pages of facts and then this breakdown of each president. And it gave you like date of birth, date of death, children, spouses, religion, like famous quotes, all this like really kind of obscure stuff. Um, <laughs> and a lot of it, I told Matt on the way in, I f- was like pulling out presidential trivia books, see if there's anything good. Mm-hmm. And I realized a lot of them were from that first one. Like there's a thing where James Garfield was both ambidextrous and he could speak Latin and Greek. So there's a story that you'd ask him a question at parties and he'd write the answer with one hand in Greek and one hand in Latin at like the simultaneously? same time. simultaneously? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. As from this book I read when it was like eight. So now all this time later it's still just burned in there. It's funny how I, I have random facts that I know I learned when I was eight years old. Like Calvin and Hobbes and dinosaurs kind of idea. Yeah. It's like, it's just burnt in. I have no idea why this specific fact. It could be something important. Nope, that's, that space is safe for, like you said, oh, yeah. these random facts about that. Yeah. Um, so uh, so you have a, so there's this classic book that started this whole ball rolling. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, so you were hung so at that point it was hung at uh, the Clinton era but have you taken and still learned about the the ones on since then or we I mean we're 45 now right number 45 yeah. in here yeah um, so. it's mostly back 
Really? It's, yeah. I think probably because I'm kind of in that kind of arrested stage of that's where I always was. Mm-hmm. So it's mostly, I mean, everybody knows a ton about like Lincoln. Lincoln's like the weird one everybody knows about. Yeah, yeah. Um, See, because I, I always wonder why. Do you have any understanding why Lincoln is such a popular one? So uh, Sarah Vowell, who's mm-hmm. this, uh, depending on your point of reference, she's this like great pop historian who writes these kind of interesting his- history books, or she's also the voice of Violet in The Incredibles. Um, That's it. Uh, yep. She was listed on podcasts, and she's, yes. Yeah, she's yeah. on This American Life all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, She has this whole thing where you learn about the presence when you're a kid, and you learn to like respect Washington, and you learn to like appreciate FDR, but Lincoln's the only one you learn to love. Like, you're taught to love Lincoln. You yeah, don't, you get like the, the log cabin story. You yeah. get all the background story. You make your little paper top hat. Um, <laughs> he's just an approachable president. Yeah, and he's also, like, consistently the top three in, like, any survey ever given are always some configuration of Washington, Lincoln, FDR. So for FDR, some reason, huh? yeah, he's always in there. It's usually Washington, Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back Makes and forth. Sense. Yeah, yeah. That's why every time I see like your President's Day sale, it's always the face of Washington, oh, yeah. Lincoln, kind yeah. of battling it out. So, um, so, so these are the three. Now, do you have a favorite president yourself? I don't. I was trying to think of that too. I don't have a favorite necessarily. Or different things, different occasions. Like when I want to feel fat, I have a my Taft. Phase, well, here's the thing. Know? Here's like the thing I love about Taft, right? Is that's the thing that he's most famous for. And he has yeah, this yeah. bathtub that's big enough for like four men, and he weighs like three hundred and sixty pounds. He's in the White House, but he's also the only president who, after his term, became Chief Justice of the Supreme Court. Oh God! Yeah. So he's that's right? amazing, yeah, right? Yeah. And the only three people know is like, like they bring him a new bathtub. But you know, he's like, he's like, I did more than just get stuck in a bathtub. Yeah, yeah. 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 And have a great mustache. Yeah, he those did are like have the, that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. So uh, someone has messaged me. We do have uh, we have on the show every week. We have a trivia question. Okay. And how it works is I uh, ask you the question. We have all show to answer it. Uh, okay. You don't have to answer it. You can guess out the whole time, but the final answer at the end. Uh, and any the listeners can listen in. Uh, listen in. They can always answer as well. Uh, they can help you out if they want to. The first person who gets it right as well can either join us for meatballs and beer at Skylark or just meatballs and beer with you and I. Uh, I always tell the guest cash value if never I see my face again. That's also the trade off. Uh, so meatballs and beer if you get the answer right. Okay. Uh, I normally do Rochester centric ones. In all the two years I've been doing this, it's always been Rochester centric. But I decided since it's President's Day. And I didn't want to do too much work into going into Rochester-centric president some of our tie-ins. Um, they, uh, I'm going to give you a trivia question, okay. and it's about Calvin Coolidge. Are you an informative, Calvin? I, I know some. Okay, I was some. Actually, yeah, okay, go ahead. Okay, so, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the trivia question, for all those who are asking, we're going to have a trivia question right now. Uh, Calvin Coolidge was the 30th president of the United States and uh, was, a, was a rather quiet person in the White House. Uh, earning him, he has a nickname. What, what's his nickname? Do you know? Silent Kale. Silent Kale. Yeah, that's he, not the question. That's right? not the question. Okay. No, this is <laughs> he was all excited there. Uh, yeah, so uh, he got Silent Kale while he was a vice president. Mm-hmm. But when he became the president, he did something extremely weird—a daily ritual he would always do. Ooh. And do you know what his rather weird ritual is? First off, if you give it right now, I'll double down and give you twice as much meatballs. So I don't. Okay, well, it's good because if you know it automatically, you're like, I know this. <laughs> if you don't know this, I'd be a little worried. But was there's a four four chances here to get this okay. one. So did Calvin Coolidge have? Was it a he would yodel at the top of the White House? Uh, he, he was told that it would help loosen his voice because he needed to project and be more presidential. 
Was it A, okay. that? Was it B, Calvin Coolidge had to be fed a specific type of chocolate at 3 p.m. every day? So at 3 p.m., he had a specific chocolate. The chocolate was actually his grandmother's, grandmother's recipe and believed that his grandfather and father would eat it and help focus their thoughts. So did Calvin Coolidge at 3 o'clock every day get chocolate? Or was it C, every morning while eating breakfast in bed, the president required petroleum jelly slathered on his head? Was it D, he required all the staff to be in the rooms at sunrise because he wanted to walk the halls of the White House fully nude. It was his habit he did in okay. life, and he wanted to do that. So one of those answers wow. is true. What Calvin Coolidge reportedly did, we, uh, uh, like I think it was a daily, yep, uh, his daily ritual. So uh, if anyone has an idea for it, if, wow. if Matt has a guess in there, do you have a I mean, there's four of those answers, so I have a 25% chance of getting this. I'm going to tell you, I'm locked in on petroleum jelly. <laughs> <You're locked laughs> in petroleum jelly. That, that's the one. That's it's your magic one right there? For me, on your head, on toast, whatever you like, <laughs> I'm locking in on the petroleum jelly. Um, the one, I was just, this is why it's funny you mentioned Coolidge, because I was just reading, because he has some of like, the really famous, funny quotes about mm-hmm. him right like people said shaking his hand was like grabbing a dead fish yeah he apparently he was like uh one of the one someone said that like they never heard him like they were they never saw, heard him speak the entire time they're at the white house and it was someone like substantial they're like i never like you'd get a, a letter from him or you'd get something but you'd never hear him speak to you it'd be like all in yeah. you know transmissions oh, that way uh, a woman came up to him at a party and said i told my husband i made a bet with my husband that i could get you to say more than two words and he just looked at her and said you lose and walked away <laughs> right like all these so good um and then when he died I think it was Dorothy Parker, but I mean, everything's ascribed to her, right? Her Churchill. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, were, they were conversing. Was Oscar Wilde there? Because yeah, that's exactly. the trifecta. He's in the back, yeah. yeah. Um, but they said the president has died. She just said, how can you tell? <laughs> so like, all these like, but I don't know his, his ritual. So that's what, one of those is ritual. So Matt guessed in there. If you guys, if you guys have any ideas you want, uh, what those possible answer could be for what Calvin Coolidge did, I ask people, don't Google search this because you'd rather be surprised by the end of the show. Message me, Magnus Apollo on Twitter, Matt Obscure on Twitter. Uh, Josh, are you a Twitter person? Uh, I am, but it's uh, private. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so you can send it to twice as much to me sure. or Matt. So yeah, that's how it works. That's right. so Magnus Apollo, or send an email to Mag- uh, mindofmagnus at gmail.com right here at the show. Uh, we can monitor that and you can see what's going on. But if you have an answer, you have all show, we'll ask it again. Don't worry. Uh, but uh, so. Coolidge is mm-hmm. a, a quiet guy. Good quote. Something else. Is there another president that's like a sleeper, cool president that we never would have guessed? Who? I mean, we always heard that Kennedy was like doing drugs and having fun and all that, that stuff. Which right, yeah. I guess is true. I don't Is that true? Uh, I mean, the doing drugs is mostly because he had like horrific back pain. Oh, okay. Yeah, like he was. Um, yeah, because of war injury, right? Didn't he? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. He got yeah. shot down by a plane or something. Uh, Yeah, boat. Boat. Kind of, yeah. boat. It was like 109. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. So the like the weird niche area of like presidential knowledge I like really have dug into is assassinations. Oh my god, but, yes. <laughs> like like I said, I'm not like a conspiracy guy. So Kennedy's is the one that I know the least about. Oh, yeah, which yeah. is like. So we're not going to talk about grassy knolls or little babushka women or anything no, else. Okay. The only the only one that I know is um, the umbrella guy, mm-hmm. and they said that was a signal, but apparently it was his sign. He was protesting Kennedy's father's role in. Um, as an ambassador of Britain pushing for, let's get like really extended yeah. this description. Uh, <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We have a whole hour. It's a, yeah. and trust uh, me, our name's on the, on the sign, so okay. that you, you don't worry about You're it. Uh, pushing for appeasement with Neville Chamberlain, and Chamberlain was always seen with an umbrella, so this guy thought if Kennedy sees me lift this umbrella, it'll make him think of Chamberlain and that his father wow. was complicit in... So, but so it's that, an incredible that, reach. Yeah, exactly. yeah right? So, yeah. but that guy was flashing an umbrella at the exact moment that whatever happened yeah. happened. Yeah, and that was supposed to be the signal to whoever the 
83 people involved in the shooting. <laughs> exactly. The Next dog to Steve Bartman, partner. the worst timing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. It's him and Steve Bartman. <laughs> Uh, so we all we all know Kennedy assassination when they talk about yep. but people I mean I was talking to someone today and people didn't realize there were other presidents oh, assassinated yeah, yeah. so uh, please I, we love what's the others ones we have well Lincoln mm-hmm. right is your first yeah, one yeah um, which is why that was such the huge deal I mean maybe that's part of the reason why he's so remembered and beloved too oh, right yeah, yeah. because with the first bunch with well the first bunch there were four with the first three um, they referred to them as our martyred presidents and it's mm-hmm. all these images of angels shepherding them into this kind of statuary hall Um so Lincoln's is the first one, and then James Garfield, mm-hmm. um, and his is incredible because his assassin is this guy Charles Guiteau, who was part of a he was kicked out of a free love colony in Oneida because he was just too weird. Oh my god, yeah. Oneida free love colony! Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, uh, they called him Get Out Guiteau, and he was just yeah, he was so weird they wouldn't let him stay. Um, so so what what gets you kicked out of a free love colony? Were you too free lovey or not enough free lovey? Is uh, there? I mean, he went that's out and a shot really someone. Question, yeah. yeah, I always wonder what the line was. He's like, you know what? Let's just get out of here. And then his next thing is killing a president. Like, I guess they were right. He wasn't lovey enough. Yeah. Well, yeah. and his he he thought he was owed an ambassadorship to France. Oh. Which, I mean, we could. That, that's Matt Obscure's job. He's going to be eventually. I mean, I'm trying. We. Yeah. <laughs> we. <Oui. laughs> Fries. Yeah. Nailing it. Did I got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I think you're good. Good, good. I got it. <laughs> um. So Guiteau was just, I mean, he wrote a song. He thought he was going to get the Salvation Army Band to play the song at the gala. It was called I'm Going to the Lordy. And that, now, that, where was he killed at? Um, he was shot at a train station, but then they took him to the seaside in New Jersey. Uh-huh. I thought like the fresh water air would uh, help him. And Edison came with like a really rudimentary... Metal detector, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. I remember the story. Yeah, and there was the springs under the bed, so they couldn't find it. Yeah, so we have a body laying there. Mm-hmm. There's a bullet somewhere in here. Yep. So let's take a, a rudimentary metal detector yep. and wave it over, and they keep finding beep beep beep. And they're like, it's like trying to fit, with, like drill for a well, like dig there, and they yeah. start digging yeah. down. Oh my god! And they 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 didn't notice that the bullet hole is one other spot. Like it got shot in the leg too, and somewhere in the groin, right. and the abdomen, <laughs> and the they're so uh, evenly spaced. <laughs> exactly. That man was an amazing marksman. Um, but then Guito says. Uh, and his trial, he says, I didn't, I shot the president. The doctors killed him, which is like true. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. Malpractice <laughs> took him out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then McKinley. McKinley. Yeah. And he was uh, Buffalo, right? Yeah. Is that what happened? Yep. Yep. Uh, now, when was McKinley a president? 19, well, he was shot in 1901. Okay. So um, turn of the last century. Yeah. So he's involved with the Spanish-American War. And, okay. Um, yeah. That was a, a large part of that whole kind of gilded age type of industrial thing that mm-hmm. he was really in support of um big business and industrialization and so hence the reason buffalo because buffalo was booming right that time right well, buffalo was a massive yeah thing yeah it was supposed to be the next chicago so like the yeah the pan am yeah. expo that they're there for is a celebration of of canada and the u.s and mexico becoming this pan-american mm-hmm. powerhouse mm-hmm. wow and this huge uh temple of light and temple of music and all this stuff mm-hmm. and then mckinley sh- shot and killed in buffalo oh my god and then that, some people point to that as be kind of the that, decline that. Of, of Buffalo. Yeah, yeah is, that, is that like a make or break point? So if, at that point in time, everyone thought Buffalo was like that's where presidents go to die, right? I, I guess, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh man. And then they just had the wings to fall back on. All that <laughs> going on. Um, so yeah, actually, because I've been at the, he's buried in Buffalo, isn't he? Or was um, there McKinley? I think is buried somewhere in Ohio. So um, is there someone? Is there someone buried in uh, a president buried in Buffalo? Might be. 
Fillmore. Millard Fillmore is from just outside. Yeah, because he's in the same cemetery as uh, Rick James. Okay. So I was, you bop around that cemetery, it's a who's who yeah. of who. You know? <laughs> Here's more weird trivia. I'm pretty sure that, that headstone was made here in Rochester. Really? I'm, the Rick James one? I'm 75% sure. Wait, the Rick James one or the other the one? The Rick James one, yeah. Oh, nice. It's yeah. a beautiful thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great. You go there. It's just like everyone has little signs that's saying like the B word and flowers oh, and yeah. a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um, so so he is shot there mm-hmm. and he gets transported fine. I mean, he, was he like massively life-threatening or was it just to travel from New Jersey and being stabbed repeatedly looking for the stray you know, bullets? He probably would have survived if they hadn't dug around in him oh like they did. God. Yeah, because it's, I mean, it's 1881, yeah, so yeah. they don't really have an understanding of Hygiene, right? Yeah, exactly. At least, like, well, I mean, to some degree, right? <laughs> exactly. You just don't want to like poke at somebody like they're a, a cake that's almost done baking. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's still soft in the center. <laughs> Look, it's still wet. He's not done. <laughs> yeah, a, just toothpicks everywhere. That's how it works. Um, uh, so, actually, uh, we do have some questions randomly that we had some listeners send in. Uh, and uh, if you don't know the answer to this one, uh, I actually have, know a few of them myself, which okay. is pretty good here. But uh, random weird ones. But uh, Zach is actually uh, texted me, and he's a longtime listener. Uh, Grover Cleveland is one. His history teacher told him that Grover Cleveland once was executioner while he was sheriff, and now is didn't know. Did you ever hear the story? I have. I know one weird Cleveland story. That's oh, please do it. So I'll tell you, Zach, Zach's, uh, best thing about this show, people try to like, they all like, is this question right? By the way, I know the answer to this question. <laughs> That's why I love my, my the, you know, the listeners for the show. They, uh, it's just full of random trivia. But Zach goes, yeah, Grover Cleveland, was. he was told he was a uh, sheriff before he was president. And where he was at, uh, executions were handled by specifically by the sheriff. He was a hangman. So okay. Grover Cleveland used to, yeah, he would hang people. Is it hanged people? I don't know how you, what's, what's the verb hanged. for that one? I mean, hanged, yeah. That yeah, he hanged, yeah. He, he'd hanged uh, quite, a bit of, quite many people for the execution in there. So Grover Cleveland is actually one of the few men as a president that was literally just paid to kill people off. So uh, it was Zach, him and Teddy Roosevelt. Right, that was pretty much. I mean, yeah, Teddy Roosevelt did a lot of stuff. He was, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I guess uh, Grant at a point too, right? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you may have heard of that one. <laughs> <laughs> he did some stuff. I think he had a couple guns around. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, actually, and the, his question was: uh, Should there be, or is there already a comic book about this Judge Dredd style? Grover Cleveland Ooh. is Judge Dredd. So I, I do like that. If they should, they can only do it if they skip every other issue number though oh that I is an amazing idea right that's really the only way that you could do that one nice um well done uh so uh we actually have oh we have another one that messaged in and mind you we do have some folks that are kind of a little more conspiracy theorists okay uh but we had amy wrote in but also it was like uh jimmy carter was reported he saw a ufo do you hear this one hear was did he, was he on the roof of the White House when he saw it yodeling with Coolidge? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, he saw Sasquatch on the yodeling with Coolidge. He's in the back. Yodeling called him in. Um, no, but Amy says that uh, she sent a link. Actually, now she's okay. actually she's listening now. She just as I'm reading her message from earlier today. Uh, he followed up way before he became president. He saw a UFO. He was actually whatever his previous uh, thing was, and actually put in a official report that he's officially saw a UFO in there. Okay. Uh, she actually said. Uh, nothing ever came about it later on. Uh, there was no cool sneak peek into X Files later on as president, but she's sending along those sort of random weird, weird questions. And Why such. am I just picturing him and Billy in the back of a pickup truck going <laughs> through the peanut field? <laughs> Woo! There you go. Look at that thing over there. What's that thing up there? Oh man! So, uh, what was the Gro- other Grover Cleveland fact we had? Uh, Cleveland had half a rubber jaw. Half a rubber jaw. Yeah. yeah he had. Uh, 
he had jaw cancer. Oh my God. And they took him out on a boat in the middle of water because mm-hmm. they didn't want people to think, you know, the president's sick. So it was mm-hmm. kind of done in secret. So they cut out half his jaw, kind of an experimental surgery and replaced it with rubber. Wow. So did they like lift the skin, tuck under and put it back in there? I so, guess, yeah. And he Another, did it on a boat of all things. Oh, yeah. Like let's just, we, we, we have faith in it. We'll go up and down. But it's fine. Again, hi, the hygiene of presidential yeah, right? doctors <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> So uh, Grover Cleveland was half Varen but underbite. Good to know. <laughs> this is awesome. Wow, a rubber jaw. I yeah. had no idea that one. Yeah, I think uh, that's from that little blue Ask Me Anything About the American Presidents book. What, what yeah. else does this magical book teach you? What other random bizarre oh, things? I just, uh, Reagan loved jelly beans was in that one. That's like kind of a, a standard. Yeah. But they, uh, Jelly Belly put out, I think, grape jelly beans for him with the California connection. Really? I, I think there's like a 20% chance that I'm misremembering some of these facts. That's fine. So. That's, that, that's pretty relatively high for our show. So yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that is 20% better than we do okay. any other week. Okay. Uh, man, I'm trying to think that any from that specific book. Oh, you don't have to. Uh, we, have, we have a bunch of people. Uh, okay. We have actually some uh, listeners listening in saying that they uh, there are some kids listening in tonight, too, because they have tonight off. Sure. It's this week off, so listening in. So we have some kids actually also giving out random facts to us. Uh, as well, so you know it's going to be like the, the, the dinosaur style. Give me oh, some yeah. random facts we'll never understand or know. Um, but uh, oops, he's closed the one on down there. Um, oh, yeah. so someone actually just sent in. So, you guys want another trivia question? You guys mentioned Ulysses S. Grant, mm-hmm. but do you know what his slogan was when he ran for president? He actually has multiple choice. I can give it. Does anyone know this one on here? But so a trivia question for you guys. Uh, what was Lucy's S. Grant's campaign slogan? Was it A, there are no more lines? B, I want to win one more battle? Or C, let us have peace? It's funny because I was just going to joke around and say that, that it was going to be, I won, now what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. So you want, I, I want one more battle? Win one, one more battle? I think that's what it is. Do you, do you, what, what do you think it is for this I, one? I feel like it might be the first one. There are no more lines? Yeah. And your final guess for this one? This one I'll give you right now. Is yeah, it, as a goof, I'll just say B. B. Actually, it was C. Let oh. us have peace. Oh, he wow. actually wanted okay. to have peace. He actually uh, did not, he was uh, a rather uh, peaceful man, even though he went to war. Uh, yeah. So actually, I, I knew that he was a peaceful guy, mm-hmm. and his, the, his slogan was something along those lines. Uh, but thank you for sending that one in. Tim sent that one in. Um, so, uh, but yeah, let us have peace was his thing. He was a peacenik. Okay. Actually, when he got in there, he couldn't do. He's like saw enough people die. Oh, yeah. He wanted to bring the country together, and he had a, literally a peaceful heart trying to move forward. So, uh, but yeah, thank you, Tim, for that one trivia for Ulysses S. Grant. So, and then there's the the best question of all: Who's buried in Grant's tomb? No, <laughs> not going to go for that one. Not going to bite on it. Isn't it? So I was once told it's Grant and his wife. Yep. That's the answer. Right? Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's two people. Yeah. yeah. It's not just Grant. It's Grant and his wife. Right? That's what yeah. the trick question part of it is. That's the right? trick yeah, yeah, question, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Everybody's just, grandfather just got off the couch and went, <laughs> yes, yes, you guys, you nailed it. <laughs> finally, you done it. Finally, someone gets it. <laughs> Here's oh. the other piece of, the other trivia question for the grandpas is, uh, when is a door not a door? When it's a jar, yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I, I mean, I not presidential, joke. but <laughs> yeah. I love good jokes. You could at any point in time <laughs> we can have a serious talk, and also you're like, I got another joke, and you can throw a joke okay. in at any moment in time. Okay, that's why we keep Matt in the back. That's, <laughs> that's pretty much my function. I make sure all the buttons are on, and then I'll throw a one-liner in every now and then. <laughs> Hence Grant's tomb. They yeah. may, yeah, yeah. They're not all winners. Well, now they're candidates. <laughs> I'm, 
That's not great either. Yeah. <laughs> I like it though. That's it works for us. Too. <laughs> it's oh. real hot in this studio. I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, so you have uh, president assassinations as an yep. interest, and yeah. was that something that stuck with you originally? Is that something that's been evolving from before the Scholastic book came into existence, or no? That was later. I'm not sure what exactly really kind of that. I think I there was some like off. weird crossover between like true ki- true crime interests oh, that weird yeah, like yeah. high school oh you know i'm reading these weird things about serial killers oh and there's also presidents in there kind of ancillary coming over you probably, thing. yeah probably like uh um th- there was a weird like, when i was in high school there was uh and you and i are I mean, you're a little, probably a little younger than me obviously but uh there was an odd uptick when i like you know it was like maybe it's just every all teenagers mm-hmm. of like serial killers and stuff and there was a random like my history teacher went into a lot of like history's killers you know mm-hmm. like aaron burr and sure. all this other stuff and uh at that point in time i was oddly enough i was in history class do you guys remember that milk commercial the got milk commercial yeah, yeah. had yeah. the guy like he just has all the aaron or you know uh, uh paraphernalia the bullet yeah. and everything else in there so i was in the class at that point in time and maybe it's just you know the morbid teenage brain but yeah i definitely was falling down that path of weird histories you know life does change via bullets now um so with the assassinations that they had Mm -hmm. the people that took over after them there were uh i mean they there wasn't like some no sort of like all the assassinations that happened they weren't somehow tied back in with the vp or something odd odd there was actually fully crazy people off on their own thing right uh yeah, not not, I mean, not counting like Kennedy or all the weird conspiracy theories that way. Right. Um, the the McKinley one is especially interesting because uh, New York City is super corrupt at the time, turn of the mm-hmm. century, right? Um, and Unlike now, which is is probably sure, you know, yeah, yeah, completely on the up and up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Teddy Roosevelt is there, and people in business are worried that he's going to like bust up their trust, yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so he's put with uh, McKinley to basically like get him out of their hair for a little bit and then McKinley shot mm. and then Roosevelt takes over and becomes the trust buster. So it's this like really underrated moment in, in American history where this like powerhouse president who's beloved, like people loved uh, McKinley. They saw really? him as like a good Christian man. His wife was sick and he took care of her. She, I think she was epileptic, but she would have, they call them fits, mm-hmm. like at state parties. And instead of like panicking and rushing her out of the room or whatever, he would like lay a napkin over her face until it passed and then just carry on with the party, which was seen as this like really kind of gentle, kind thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I have him replaced by Teddy Roosevelt, who puts all this kind of consumer protection stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, uh, Teddy Roosevelt wouldn't let people, could, you couldn't shoot squirrels He'd, like you're like in the city. They had, you didn't have Christmas trees. I was reading this thing. Like he actually, uh, if you get a chance, Drunk History did a great okay. uh, history on. Oh yeah. yeah, I watched that one. Yeah, yeah. And he actually, yeah, was he, he, the kids snuck a Christmas tree into yeah. the into the White House for to like, hey, look, it's still cool because he actually outlawed. He's like, I want trees not to be cut down. Don't put them in your house. Yeah. Which is yeah, kind of scary. I mean, I, you know, the power he wielded, but I mean, he was a nature's man. He wanted yeah. to keep that going. And a failed assassination on him. That's yeah. right. Right? With the... A book, right? It, yeah. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. And he gave... It, so, uh, uh, Teddy's standing there and mm-hmm. gets shot. He's mm-hmm. giving a speech. They, like, he, he doesn't get taken down by the bullet, but he gives a speech, right? He continue, yeah. continues on. Well, he stands up and he was running for the bull moose party at the time. And the first thing he says back in the speech is, it takes more than that to take down a bull moose. <laughs> Which, like, what a perfect way to get back in that <laughs> oh speech, God. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. 
Like, I, I, do you think he had it in his back pocket that that line being like, "I've ever shot and killed <laughs> to do something." He's like, well, he's just that quick. He seemed was a pretty intelligent man. I yeah. mean, uh, his. You ever read his autobiography? I haven't. No. It is. I got it from my father, and I like one of those things. I just kind of pick it up and read sporadically, put it back down. And uh, he was a remarkable guy. Like, and he was voracious. Like oh, reader, yeah. he, he would just like yeah. he, if you gave him a book, you would not get the book back because he would just break it. He'd be like just turning pages and just tearing through it literally. Yeah. So he seemed like he was quite a remarkable man. So. Oh, it's pretty neat. Um, but uh, so what was McKinley? So he's a good Christian guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, but what, what would have been the path if Roosevelt, like, I mean, would have been more corruption? Would we have had, you know, President 45 be President 39 kind of idea would have pushed the, the whole like weird businessman f- movement forward, you think? Or where do you think our country would have been? Really good question. Um, I mean, it, it may well have because, like I said, he's the one who kind of breaks all that. Yeah, up. Yeah, he breaks that stuff up. I mean, I mean, it, if you don't cut that down soon, nineteen hundred and on, we start getting like mechanized, awesome power, and then of course the war machines coming mm-hmm. along too. So it'd be interesting what would have happened if we didn't have, you know, what, where we would have stand in the country or and everything. We we'd had a uh, panic not long before what eighteen ninety three is the panic around McKinley. Yeah, panic okay. around McKinley. This is not about his like uh, you know music career or something else. Sadly, no. No. Okay. So, what was the panic around McKinley? <laughs> well, like a like an economic panic. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, and then kind of post World War One with all the presidents kind of deregulating and leading into the depression. Mm-hmm. One of the things leading to the depression. We may have seen kind of an earlier economic downturn leading into World War One. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard to say. Oh. Uh, we did have about three or four people message me uh, today, the saying the sentence same same sentence. Anything else? Okay. Ask him about Jumbo. Now, do you know who? Ooh, J- I do know who Jumbo is. <laughs> okay. I don't know that Jumbo is an entirely radio appropriate story. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you can do it in a nice sort of way, you can let me let us know. Uh, Jumbo was an associate of President Johnson, Lyndon Johnson. Lyndon Johnson. <laughs> uh, I hear he he bring him out of parties, the show, yeah, to, to meet people, yeah, with Jumbo. Yeah, it's usually like one specific room. <laughs> it would be the easiest to do that in a way that wouldn't like completely disrupt everything. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, if people don't already get that reference in there, <laughs> it's, yeah. Don't well, Google things. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was all about those kind of power plays, though, because he's just like massive Texan. So there's all these yeah. stories like great pictures of him, of him staring people down. Jumbo is not photograph that i know of um <laughs> not the not for him trying he wanted, wanted <laughs> yeah, it probably right. well all the phone calls too right there's like tape recordings of him uh getting his suits made and just like yeah it's, oh yeah raving out on people he, yeah. he was yeah really and saying like real yeah I, i've heard some real, of the stuff yeah. him carrying on and, and yeah i've seen but uh yeah so that was he, how he would whip for votes too like he would go up and just curse people out and say mm-hmm. okay you're going to vote for this because this 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 and this and this is what i think of you and this is what i think of your family you better vote <laughs> for it or i will tell everyone exactly what i just said to you huh. mm-hmm. oh my god yeah i i've heard uh, kind of scary things about that guy so he's um, an interesting cat mm-hmm. yeah yeah that i mean he, he climbed the ranks got there where he needed to be um. So, uh, here, another factoid for you guys: Thomas Jefferson had massive stage fright. You ever heard this this thing before? No, I've heard that he's like massively socially awkward. Yeah, that's what it was right? like. He was in uh, John Adams. There's a quote. This is thank you for Dennis for saying this in. Uh, John Adams said that he never heard <clears throat> him utter three sentences together. That's how much stage fright or how his awkwardness was. So Thomas Jefferson, the guy who did yeah. so much, was like. I mean, the, and uh, the. 
actually Dennis said the same thing. He's like, it could have been, you know, Spectrum esque thing yeah. back in the day. Yep. We had no understanding. Just he was awkward back then, you know. So, but yeah, John Adams never said much. Hmm. Thank you, Dennis. That's pretty good. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Someone sort of, I started to search ju- a jumbo. I, I decided not to. I think I've chose wisely. Yes, yes, chose wisely. Yeah. Don't do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you can't figure the context out for that, you're not. Listen more to my show. We'll figure it out. We're, we're pretty good about this. Um, Everyone's just sending in random factoids now. This is great. Yeah. Um, but uh, so actually, I got to give the trivia question again. Someone has asked. They missed the first part of the trivia. Uh, we have a presidential trivia tonight. Uh, it's actually talking about Calvidge Coolidge, Silent Cal, as he was called. Uh, he earned the name Silent Cal and was a VP because he didn't talk a whole lot. But he became president. He got some weird stuff going on. Weird daily ritual that he did was that a he would stand on top of the White House yodeling because he was told to help loosen up his voice and help project and be more presidential. Did Calvin Coolidge uh, require a 3 p.m. special piece of chocolate because it was his grandmother's recipe and it helps him think better was at sea every morning while eating breakfast in bed the president required petroleum jelly to be slathered on his head or was it d he required all the staff to be in the rooms at sunrise because he was walking nude around the hall the halls of the white house so one of those answers is right and you had uh josh your th- theory was i'm i'm leaning more towards b as b? we go the chocolate one you know, the cho- chocolate grandma's chocolate at 3 p.m and Matt, you were slathering with uh, with the petroleum, and you had an answer for the question. Which is- yeah, I, I mean both. I, I do travel with my own bat, and that's probably why I just wanted a, a reference for four people. I just wanted to do a grease man impression, and I'm not going to do it. Uh, it's fine. It's all far of our listeners. That's all that matters. Yeah. Right. As long as we can get those four people in the back laughing. That's Something all else for people to Google: the, mm-hmm. the grease man petroleum jelly. Rochester's uh-huh. own grease man. Okay, we have to share that on the Facebook page. Yeah, I, we'll, I don't we'll know the reference actually. I don't know. Oh. Yeah. I don't he, think, yeah. He's an old, old, old mm-hmm. DJ. And oh, he really? has one of the craziest voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Bon dry. Waddle <laughs> Bon dry. There we go. I've, I've done these are, it. These are like twenty-year-old talk radio references. At least right now. <laughs> Fifty. Fifty. He started on on eleven eighty here, like when he was our age. Yeah. Twenty wow. years old. Wow. So yeah. Oh my gosh, so, that's amazing. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, see, that's why topical humor. Yeah. That's what I want in my show. Cutting edge for all the high schoolers who are off tonight. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> there, there's one guy going. Did they just what? What? <laughs> yeah. So someone from the back of another office, like, did I just hear this right? What are you talking about there? Um, oh, we also so a uh, where's the other one just had in here. Uh, thank you for this one. Um, uh, I have an African gray parrot. I love sharing this note as well. Andrew Jackson had an African gray parrot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the rumor is, do you know what the rumor is? I do here? know the rumor with his so, parrot, yeah. So what's the rumor with his parrot? Uh, the rumor is that they twice had to remove the parrot from his funeral because it wouldn't stop cursing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. He was yeah. uh, the, the bird's name was Pole, P-O-L-L, which I think is funny for a presidential person to have. <laughs> um, so Pole would just swear. They don't know if Andrew Jackson taught it himself or just it picked up, which African greys do, mm-hmm. swearing around them. Uh, so, but yeah, so, so she wanted to let people know that my African gray also swears. <laughs> I had one myself for many years. Actually, was the uh, and I, it's still alive, doing doing well. Uh, my old company I used to work for it was a mascot that we scooped up, and I took care of it for years. And when I just brought it home because it needed love, and that thing could swear. <laughs> it it picked up. It knows what not to say around everyone else who shouldn't be saying it because it wants. It's like a two year old. It wants attention. So. Yep, Andrew Jackson. So twice it got pulled from a funeral. I think it was twice. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure I'm remembering that right, yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> How do, 
Is that like an innate thing that they just pick up that the curse words are the good ones? Well, the trouble <laughs> is, and the reason why, it's saying with kids, like when you swear, you get energy into it. So when you swear, you're not just saying a random mm. word like, you know, uh, sandwich, you know. I was, was going to say, be careful. I only have seven and a half seconds. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like this. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, my bird would clearly pick the exact wrong thing to say uh, because it, and also when it would say it, I would try to make it not do it. So suddenly I would give it attention. It's the exact wrong thing. Yeah. All of a sudden it would say the worst words mm-hmm. I can't, I won't say to you guys off the air what the bird would say. <laughs> it was that bad. And uh, But I would run up to it and try to make it quiet. And he's like, oh, I get a reaction to this one. I'd rather be get a reaction than be ignored. Let's say this again. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So thank you for that note of African greys and swearing along the way. Um, Oh man, we have a lot of people just sending me messages directly on email. It's fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, Benjamin Harrison, do you mm-hmm. know what Benjamin Harrison's weird quirk was? This what his he never touched a light switch in the in the White House, right? Because he's the first one to have electricity in the White House. That's right? it. Yeah, yeah. He, the newfangled technology, as he called, is going to kill me. <laughs> That's what he, his quote was. Well, and his what grandfather had such good luck too, right? Made it thirty days before he died. Oh, that's right. He's right? A thirty, yeah. 30 days. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. his own fault. Well, he had pneumonia, right? Yeah, put right? on a coat, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, my God, 30 days. <laughs> you won. You don't have to be a tough guy anymore. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Put, put a jacket on. <laughs> so who takes over after the 30 days after him? Well, that's a good question. Do we know? Um, if anyone listening in can message in, too. But I didn't know. All of a sudden, like, you know, oddly enough, the guy who took his coat away. So, um, yeah, it was... It was Parker man. He just didn't <laughs> exactly, VP Parker man. I know uh, Zachary Taylor died pretty early on but I don't know what the and this is weird too they thought it was poisoned for a while really he wasn't um it just like his his guts exploded was basically just the, like a variety of things that oh the guts um, explodes scenario it's, that happens yeah, all the time you know, right here yeah. yeah it's again early 1800s medicine it's <laughs> yeah. just exactly it's, it's it that was, good good living that the 19th yeah. century well, is known for it was it was like a summer day he's giving a speech and he's like pounding bowls of cherries and like pitchers of milk it's like mm. yeah you're that's you're not yeah. gonna feel real well oh my god everything in the system literally <laughs> exploded yeah oh my god um but uh so thanks for coming on by the way we have about yeah, another 10 15 minutes left on the show but uh uh in the uh the current climate of weird politics yeah. uh we'll try not to get too into this one because uh-huh. you never know how, how folks are going to be on it uh but um we are currently at a stage of quirky weird reality tv presidency yeah now uh we've had uh reagan was a, a star of yeah. sorts yeah um do, is there other examples in the past of like this sort of level of like a celebrity-esque person coming into power or hmm. i mean like was, was lincoln wasn't a like celebrity-esque person he just just in politics wise he wasn't someone known before going in was he no i mean a lot of them became famous for being like great speakers or great like okay. just doing slight um I can't think of who it was off the top of my head, but one was the first one to really do like the f- traveling to speak to people, and that became like the new celebrity thing that drove him. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll read about different uh, presidents or presidential candidates doing like front porch campaigns. That type of thing was the big celebrity push before. Uh-huh. Um, and now some presidents that had like the train car, they just roll into town, right, and stand yeah. on the big pedestal there in the yeah. train car and roll There's out. A, right, a uh, really famous picture of McKinley doing that exact thing. Oh, really? <clears throat> yeah, nice. not long before. Ah, uh, he rolled in a buffalo. Yeah, um, but I don't think ever to this level where it's like a really known. Okay, it was a it was a question someone asked is like, are we are we're in a weird we're, you know, yes. bizarre universe or are there examples? <laughs> and I'm like, I think we're bizarre universe right yeah, now. So in like yeah. every conceivable way. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. There's really nothing 
You know, you know, we should do uh, as as our listeners have been asking forever. We're actually uh, Matt and I are finally moving into which is the exact opposite wrong way, but we're moving into podcasting world and (laughs) the wave of the future. (laughs) The wave of the future. I know everyone's trying to do podcasting, hope for a radio show. We're the only ones that do the radio show that hope for a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Um, but uh, if you want, actually, we can actually if you one of these days we want to drag you back on, we talk about that. Talk about music too. Actually, we'd love to hear about the Rochester music scene back in the day as well. Um, but uh, we're going to be having that on. So we're going to be tossing some of the extra content and video on like our Facebook page and uh, with the website. I finally finished that website up, that magical thing. Um, yeah, so some big things coming on Facebook. Sometime this week we'll have the, the first episode of the podcast dropping, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and then watch that space. There's going to be all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. So check out our Facebook page. We'll be uh, doing more stuff on there too. We've just a lot of cool stuff happening. Um, but yeah, I actually want to have back on because I we, we tested it out like if Matt and I could banter well. Yeah. And of course, we're like five hours later. We're doing fine. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'd be looking forward to having cool uh, fun conversations. So yeah. uh, I want to drag you back on. Yeah, so sure. we're hoping to have more fun content uh, podcasts. So I want to thank everyone, by the way, for uh, messaging us saying that we need to have podcasts out there. Uh, we went back and actually hijacked all the old audio files from the show and uh, we're going to be doing some fun work with that too down the road so uh, keep an eye on that we're working on here yeah, we're, um, the, the goal here is to build a little Mind of Magnus community uh, on Facebook with all of our content and mm-hmm. video and places for you guys to interact yeah, I want people to help expand that mind of Magnus. I really, it's the reason yeah. I have people on the show is I want to know more. Like everyone knows something mm-hmm. that I don't, and I want to know like this. I'm learning about presidential like uh, assassination of the past. You know, I say the past now, so make sure that, like you know. Uh, yeah, let let's throw that out there. Right <laughs> exactly. this, this is in no way talking about anything that's happening current day. This <laughs> no, is no, just this looking is... at the things that happened in the <laughs> past. Funny thing, the past. That's how it works. Uh, we did have someone message into me uh, asking a question earlier today. She uh, uh, sent into the mind of Magnus at gmail.com. Uh, and it was a question that uh, so Ronald Reagan mm-hmm. was sworn in at twelve ten a.m. Like in the he had a really weird time. Do you ever hear the story? No. So person sent it on, and I was like, "You ever heard this?" I'm like, "No." And like it's and there's a theory. It's an Illuminati sort of connection, okay. but it's uh, he's actually just a big numerology person apparently. But he was really signed in at odd times. It was a best time that the like the celebrity psychics that he kind of believed in too. Mm-hmm. We're running, and of course, it just made everyone think the Illuminati is another connection here. Some because it was, was sworn, in, but uh, the question was that came in was asking about if you knew anything about this. Um, everyone thinks we're going to be. I guess we're our, you know, the coast to coast mindset of my, my <laughs> listeners are kicking in pretty yeah. well here. Well, if I remember right, like the numerology thing, that was one of Nancy's obsessions, mm-hmm. and there was a I don't remember her name, but she was a famous numerologist, and the only person I can think of is Sylvester Stallone's mom, and that's not right, but she looked a lot like Sylvester Stallone's mom. Is she the one that stop or um, she'll shoot? Oh, I mean, that, yeah, that, based on a true story. Yeah. Um, but that's what they're asking. So, like, and I thought that was true. I, I didn't quite do yeah. a, a far enough deep dive into this one here, but it was because of numerology hmm. and their belief in it. So, because uh, Nancy Reagan thought that we were, they were all under the right stars, the reason she was president and moving. Yeah, know. a lot of the decisions that were made in the the Oval Office, if you'll, if you believe the stories, were all influenced by numerology too. It's really kind of weird. Oh my gosh. Well, it's okay. We have a, a, a vice president that uh, it ta- it has God's telling him what mm-hmm. to do. So it's a theme. Numbers, deities, whatever it is, makes the world a better place, I guess, right? Yeah, that I mean, it, as long as you're batting better than 50%, you're probably okay. Well, good to know. I'll have to aim for 50% now. <laughs> <Right>? So, <laughs> whew, yeah. one of these days. If you do better than a coin flip, I feel like whatever deity is looking out for you. <laughs> <laughs> um so, uh, but yeah, this has been a uh, an eye-opening presidential uh, experience here <laughs> on this. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> now we had uh, so Buffalo was negatively affected by an assassination, mm-hmm. uh, but ha- since then, has Buffalo ever tried to market it somehow? Like, President, stop here, kind of idea the, or something weird. The only thing because they had this giant tower of light that was this incredible thing because it's 1901, mm-hmm. right? And it's I think it was hydropowered, which is like the other incredible thing about it. And there were a lot of conversations about do we leave it up or yeah. do we tear it down? Ultimately, it was torn down. Um, but even now, the only thing that really exists of kind of the Pan-American stuff that's not in the museum is there's a small plaque um, of where the Temple of Music was that McKinley was shot in. Hmm. Um, and it's like in a in the middle of a road. Like it's not even easily accessible. Oh, so really? I think they kind of don't like to talk about that. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> People dying on that one. But yeah. Rochester has some random weird presidential plaques too. Have you ever seen the one that... Um, uh, Abe Lincoln spoke here. Sign. So if you're ever going to the High Falls area and the bridge going under the Interloop Bridge going over there, to the immediate right, right in the corner of that, under all the ivy, there's a big sign saying Abe Lincoln spoke here at a certain date. And it's just literally on a sidewalk on the corner of the Interloop going to the High Falls because back in the day it was a very nice park. If you oh, go yeah. back and look at the pictures, it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. There's a waterfall in the background. Now it's near the alley where all the homeless people pee. That's sure. where you can say it yeah. at. So. But yeah, so the, the, the same thing about random plaques, how things have changed of sorts. So, um, so you want to give the last question, the trivia question? You want to get the answer for this? The Calvin Coolidge one? You ready for it? Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to read it again for those who didn't know. So uh, side note, my guest tonight, Josh Mordecai, I'm going to read this, my Calvin Coolidge qu- uh, factoid for you here. Calvin Coolidge, the 30th president of the United States, was a rather quiet person in the White House, earning him the nickname Silent Cal while the VP, uh, while was VP. But when he became the president, he got a little weird. His daily ritual was one of these things. Was it A, he would yodel at the top of the White House. He was told it was help loosen up his voice and project to be more presidential. Was it Calvin Coolidge had to be fed a specific chocolate at 3 p.m.? It was his grandmother's recipe. Was it C, every morning while eating breakfast in the bed, he required petroleum jelly slathered on his head. Actually, Ryan, I like that. Uh, D, he required all the staff to be in the rooms at sunrise because he wanted to walk the halls White House nude. Um, it was his tradition since a child and waking up and going for a nude walk. He wanted to keep that going. So one of those answers is said to be true with relatively 95% accurate. So uh, I don't want to sl- you know, be slanderous to a dead man, but <laughs> one of those answers is true. Uh, by the way, we had one person message in saying they hope it's yodeling just because yodeling doesn't happen enough. So that was the only answer I've had so far is yodeling. See, the reason why I'm not going with yodeling okay. is that uh, some people think that that Silent Cal thing, like he became known for it as vice president, like you said, mm-hmm. and then that just kind of became his gimmick. So it became this campaign thing of like, he's Silent Cal. So the yodeling thing to loosen up and be more presidential. Doesn't sound right. No. Okay. Yeah. Petroleum jelly, that seems like a weird, like, turn of the century, medicinal, like, we're past the leeches, now we're on to petroleum jelly type of deal. Mm, magic. I don't, petroleum yeah. jelly. That's what Matt, Matt wrote, votes yeah. for petroleum jelly. I always. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm torn between B and D, because the chocolate one seems really, really good, but also there's that weird, like, privately educated thing where, like, walking the halls naked seems like it's a possibility. So I, mean, I, I get it. Like, That's what Matt does in the morning. I get that sure, part from him, yeah. actually. So. Yeah, it's, it's true. Yeah. Uh-huh. So Speaking of video content on Facebook. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, we had A. Um, oh, Zach just wrote in saying, uh, Petroleum Jelly sounds great to me. I agree with Matt. So we have Zach. Mm. Tall Zach is writing in saying hi. Uh, so, yeah, Petroleum Jelly. He agrees with you on that one. But your final answer? I think I'm Tall Zach, chocolate. God bless you. 
Stick with chocolate? I think I'm going to stick with chocolate, yeah. Okay, final answer is, we'll get, this, get the soundboard, get the drum roll one of these times, too. Uh, final answer is, petroleum jelly. Oh, get out. He He's batting really well. How does that even happen? I don't Every know. week, I take the weirdest answer, and I think I'm going uh-huh. about 75%. I'm, I'm batting about 750. Oh, yeah. He's doing really well. Enough That's that I'm like, and I pick... I, Kept me on weird, right? I picked the weird ones in the first sure. place. So he probably knows my, you know, he reads the reader. It's like Car- <laughs> Carthage's humanity here. It could be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We, but yeah, the answer is Calvin Coolidge. Actually, he would uh, have breakfast in bed and he re- would have someone to slather petroleum jelly over his head. And it was the, the same medicinal idea. Okay. He thought it was somehow it's going to be help. It'd be cleansing, help hair loss, something else, just magical. I have no idea. But then he would have petroleum jelly on his head as he's eating breakfast in bed. In my head, I can't remember exactly how Calvin Coolidge looks, but in my head, he looks a lot like the grandfather from A Hard Day's Night. He is kind of an Alec <laughs> like, Boyk. Wilfred uh, Bramble, like that yeah, kind yeah. of gaunty, bald yeah. face. So I'm just picturing that, and it, it almost feels like, um, oh, man. What is it? The melted candle on the head? Like Klaus Nomi? Is that what I'm thinking of? Like that kind of like... <laughs> Klaus Nomi mixed with Paul's grandfather. Yeah. <laughs> sure, yeah. That's, that's actually pretty that's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got to open the door in here, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Matt gets it again. I'm actually man. just going to buy him a 10,000 piles of uh, meatballs and beer at the place. We're so. going to Ikea. You just got to get <laughs> bag. Sweetest meatballs all around. There we go. Uh, actually, we're getting to Ikea supposedly in Henrietta. Is that still a thing? We, that's what I heard that, the other day. I sure hope so because we need a new kitchen real bad. Oh my God. I need some Billy bookcases. That's how it works for me. So, uh, but Josh Mordecai, thank you. The time flew. Thank you. Uh, have, yeah. uh, I always tell people it happens quick around yeah. here. So, uh, thanks for being on. Thank you. Uh, thank you for being a font of presidential knowledge <laughs> for a presidential, uh, the President's Day here in Rochester. But it finally came into some sort of use for me. It's <laughs> not just taking up all this brain space. That's what, now, now you can feel better. You can, you can like get rid of it. You know, I've passed the knowledge sure, yeah. on. Uh, and thanks to everyone who wrote in. It must be everyone today off. And I, I, when I posted about it on our Facebook page, uh, Magna, Mind of Magnus Radio, uh, and people were just, either messaging me directly I got some emails in to the mind of Magnus at gmail.com with dress uh, a lot of cool stuff for presidents tonight so thanks for listening in if you guys are listening in at any point in time let me know say hi send a message shoot me a message on Magnus Apollo at Twitter uh, Matt obscure um, and uh, and thanks you guys for joining in on the show uh, I'll be back again next week Matt and I'll be back again next week's um, yeah because uh, I want to do but I want to talk about uh, before we wrap up though is the cool things about being podcasts and such so Matt yeah. We are going to be uh, putting together more content for uh, Facebook, so or just our, our podcast and right. such. So uh, the thing is, I want to be having some uh, bringing back some of our favorite guests and favorite I, for, over the past two years I've been on here. Uh, so uh, I want my listeners, anyone who's listening in now, if you have a favorite guest you want to have us bring together, uh, the podcast allows us to have a lot more fun, a lot more open. We can swear, which is great. I'm, I'm not used to this at all. We tested that out. That was kind of fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we have, uh, I want everyone to send a message in to let me know what guests we've had in the past you want me to visit, revisit. Also, um, combinations of guests. If there are people that you've, you've heard that you're like, huh, Josh was cool, but what if we put him together with... Megan Murphy. Oh my God! Or, yes. Yeah, something like that. Yes, that's the thing. So that's my nefarious spot. So we have the last couple of minutes of the show. I want people to think in your brain, put together an idea of what our our you know pro- power of podcast can be here for the mind of Magnus. Uh, so if you have some cool ideas, if you want to be a guest yourself too, I want other people to cool people to come on, message us, have fun. Um, but. Uh, we uh, also have a cool thing going on. We have a Friday drive time here 
at 106.3. That's right. Uh, Fridays, uh, 7 a.m., we're actually doing drive time radio. Nice. Matt and I are now the voice of driving in. So I hope people can have fun. And actually, uh, you may get a rebroadcast. I don't know if we're having our, our next show up on Friday. I think it is. But uh, if not, we may hear Josh again on yeah. Friday. So. Perfect Grease Man reference in there for a morning drive, too. Yeah, yeah exactly. right? <laughs> Everybody's going to get really excited for that. <laughs> um, but, uh, but I want to thank everyone for listening in. So uh, message me, say hi, let me know what your favorite guests have been. Uh, we want to have the podcast be as cool as it can. Uh, if you guys are ready, you, you guys have music you want to come on. We've been taking bands, too. If you want to bring your band back together, we'll gladly get together and put some music together yeah. with it. We want to have a great showcase of Rochester. And this show, uh, thanks to everyone who's listened in and had a blast, this show has been two years of having great folks coming together and we are wanting to keep that going but let's have more of a fun like even if a show goes a little long we may bring some of the cool stuff to be broadcast here on Monday nights as well but we're trying to keep that momentum happening so uh, I gotta thank everyone who's listening in it's thanks to you guys messaging keeping us company uh, and, and thanks to that we're gonna be doing more content for you having a lot more fun we're gonna have some fun parties maybe we'll do a Mind of Magnus themed drinking event or something out in the world so we'll have a big fun you know big fun time happening in there but uh so you're doing good in there the glass mat you all happy i think we're good yeah awesome awesome josh thank you for being on here thank you uh if you have any more random facts for us let me know we'll pass along to josh mordecai i uh, will have him back on again and uh, i gotta thank josh again for also getting me addicted now to wrestling <laughs> so thanks again folks have a great night out there